We are going on tour. The Glamorous Trash Podcast and my book tour have collabed and we're coming to a city near you. Click the link in the show notes to to get all of the deets. We're coming to New York City. On June 4th, we are kicking off an event with Jon Stewart. No big deal. That's our very first show in New York City. Then we're coming to Washington, D.C., Nashville, Chicago, Santa Fe, Albuquerque, Seattle, Portland, and Los Angeles. So get your tickets now. We are doing three different events because, you know, I'm always doing the most. That's just on brand, right? First, there's a glamorous trash party. It's the podcast meets the book tour meets Coachella, a live show featuring podcast segments, book segments, a very special guest. And of course, there's a runway walk at the end for people to show off their fits because the dress code to every event is obviously glamorous trash. We are also doing a cookie country club. It's the anti-country club country club. And it's very dreamy. You get like a bunch of products. There's little events. And it's a more intimate event where you meet other cookies and listen to a book chat with what me and another special guest and then the final event the behind the bangs writing workshop i finally did it put it together put together this workshop because i wrote this book in many ways for younger me and younger me would not have gotten off her couch unless there was also a workshop being taught i wanted the gyms i wanted i wanted the knowledge i wanted the education that's what i would have wanted so i've decided i'm doing it and in the workshop is going to be the six writing gyms that took me forever to learn 15 years in my 15 year career as a tv writer and author and blah 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 all the other things i've written there are six things that i always use and all of those are in this workshop so if you have an interest in writing sign up all the ticket links are live today click the show notes click my instagram we are coming to a city near you and there's going to be some meet and greets i'll sign some copies of books we'll give out more books and i have uh, some pieces of merch that i'm taking on the road and i'm gonna give them out at the shows Welcome to Celebrity Book Club. This is a podcast that recaps and celebrates the memoirs of female celebrities. I'm your host, Chelsea Devantes. I am a TV writer, comedian, and filmmaker, and sometimes I'm in stuff too. And this week, we are book clubbing Brandi Carlisle's memoir titled Broken Horses, published in 2021. And oh my God, this book took me on a ride this week. I barely knew who Brandy was when I picked up this book. And by the time I finished it, I had sobbed several times and booked a ticket to her concert. And I can't believe I didn't know about her before. So I don't want to spoil anything about the book. I want to jump right in. And we will start by playing a snippet of a song she wrote. The first things that she took from me were selfishness and sleep. She broke a thousand heirlooms I was never meant to keep. She filled my life with color, canceled plans, and trashed my car. But none of that was ever who we are. So let's dive in to everything Brandy with my guest, EJ Marcus, who is an actor, writer, comedian based out of Los Angeles, California, and whose comedy videos are huge on TikTok, Instagram. He's a great follow. Um, And hi, how are you? I'm so good. How are you? Thank you so much for joining me. So... EJ, we normally, I introduce my guests with the story of how we first met. And you and I do not know each other. And (laughs) and it was funny because as I was reading this book, 
I started to get really nervous where I was like, oh my gosh, this book is so deep and I'm going to be doing it with someone who I've never met. And I literally had a dream about us doing this podcast (laughs) because I was so in it with the book. And so, uh, but how we came to know each other is my incredible assistant, Jake, who I just adore, said you would be wonderful. And I was like, if you love EJ, I love EJ. And at first, for some reason, it came to me that you would that you wanted to do the Christine Quinn book. Did, did this ever cross your path? This this crossed my path in that Jake texted me and said, uh, "I think you should do the Christine Quinn book." <laughs> but to my surprise, you wrote back and you said, "Can I do Brandy Carlisle?" And I had no idea who Brandy really was, so I was always like. Uh, I just wasn't drawn to the book. And so when you wanted to do it, I was like, okay, that whatever. And <laughs> like, who is this guy? <laughs> I was like, who is this person who wants to do this memoir? I don't know anything about. But <laughs> I feel like this, like you just must have been destined to come on the podcast because I really need to read this book. And I never would have if you hadn't chosen it. So what drew you to this book? Oh, that makes me so happy that it was yeah. <laughs> in the end a, a good experience. Um, yeah, oh, can you I imagine mean, if I was like, <laughs> no, it was like, incredible. What is this? Um, yeah, no, I um, I have loved Brandy Carlisle for many years at this point. I mean, to be honest, Brandy Carlisle was introduced to me by a an ex partner. <laughs> oh no, um, <laughs> forever tied. <laughs> like, I think she represents to me so much of what's awesome about like women songwriters, honestly, which is like really general, but like, especially like the combination of her sort of like country folksy roots and also being like a totally out and proud lesbian. Yeah, I was like, when I first heard about her, I was in college and I was like, wait, what? Like, is yeah. it really? This is someone who exists? Like, it felt kind of impossible even even in this, you know, day and age. I was like, those kind of, that combination of identities doesn't seem to happen that much. Yeah, it's so funny because in the very first, um, like the dedication of the book, it's dedicated to her family, but then it also has these kind of a scripture verses in it. And the first note I wrote was, Christian lesbian? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, there's no way. And then it's like, yeah, she really is. She's a Christian lesbian folk Americana. She's country, but she's also kind of not country. And mm-hmm. she's like, she's so special. She's such a special person. Um, I really fell in love with her through it. Yeah, I think the the religious aspect too was a piece that, because that's so abundant in her songwriting. Like it's yeah. very spiritual and she... Um, obviously has a very strong relationship with God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, And that also just, yeah, feels like, I don't know. I don't don't really know anyone else exactly like her. So I I wanted to read her book. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm so glad you did. So I I started reading this book and I I will say, I do think this is a book where if you know Brandi Carlisle, you love Brandi Carlisle, you love this book. But for me... Uh, I, I didn't really know anything about her. Little did I know, I actually have saved songs of her in my favorite songs. I just, like the High Women and Yola mm-hmm. songs. And so, but I, I just hadn't connected it. And so when I first started reading it, I was like, why is this person talking like they're the most incredible songwriter of all time? <laughs> I was like, why is she talking like this? And so I started... Uh, so I started looking her up as I was reading and listening to the songs she was referencing and pulling everything in. And I, I it just was like a whirlwind where I 
I suddenly was like, I think this is our the greatest musician of our generation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like she is our Dolly Parton and, and or our, you know, Elton John. And I was like, how did I not know this name like the back of my hand? And I I just feel like her name should be as big as Elton John's. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. 100%. Um, okay, and so we come through that, and there's a song called The Joke on that album that Brandy writes. And one of her producers is like, you know what you need? You need a song like The Story. You have not had a vocal moment and a song as great as that. She's so mad. Oh, my God. I know. That was such a crazy thing. I was like, that is, if someone said that to me, I would freak out. <laughs> I know. I know. And she was like, devastating, except this is what I love about Kath. She goes home. She tells Kath about it. And then quiet at night, Kath goes, but have you had a vocal moment as good as, and the truth is that she hadn't. And so it's like, it was true. And so she writes the joke. And I was just thought that was so cool. And she gets to the section where she says, I am not cool enough to not care about award shows. I really care about them. Yeah. And I was like, I love you, Brandy. This is how I feel. She's like, it, yeah. it sucks. It's dumb. They're worthless. I really care. And I was like, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. I feel this. I do too. And, um, she makes it her goal for uh, for their album to get nominated for a Grammy in some way. And she wakes up one morning to their publicist telling her that they've been nominated for like six Grammys. Oh my God, I know that moment. I know, and you're like, what? And then, and then more than that, they want her to perform the joke at the Grammys. And I listened to the, I was playing the joke because I was like, I want to see what she's talking about. As I was reading this passage I want to read right now, so I'm going to see if uh, maybe Kate can edit some of the joke in as I read this passage because (laughs) I was broken because she just explained what it's like to be an artist so well. Okay. Mm -hmm. And she just really took you to this moment. She said, so she's afraid to sing the joke um, this whole time. And she's trying to cut the song off before the huge big note because she's always had these vocal issues and she doesn't know if she can hit the note at the Grammys. And she's oh terrified God, the of it. the note is crazy. Yeah, the note <laughs> is crazy. And we're going to play, we, we're going to play a little bit. So she says, so she's terrified, but she's at the Grammys and like, this is her moment. You're feeling nervous, aren't you, boy? With your quiet voice and impeccable style. When I began the song, the audience was sitting down. They were mostly wondering who I was, and to my surprise and discomfort, really listening. It was silent. When I cleared that first monster of a chorus, I saw someone stand up all alone in the middle center, and I locked eyes with her for support as I stepped into the second verse. It was Janelle Monet. You get discouraged, don't you, girl? It is your brother's world for a while longer. It was such a kind thing she did. I've tried to tell her what that felt like, what it meant to me, but she may never really understand. She stood that way by herself for what seems like almost a minute, and it kicked me into high gear. Suddenly, I was performing for her. One by one, people started standing up around her until it was a wave of people, stars, heroes, friends, and my wife. I lost all semblance of fear about the last note. Before I knew it, the silence was upon me, and then the drum fell. I said, fuck it, and just screamed the last note, left it all out there. The joke's on them. Oh, 
You're just like with her performing. And Janelle Bonet! I know, I know. <laughs> when she said that she saw someone stand up, I was like, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? And then it's literally Janelle Monet. I was like, oh. God, that's crazy. So crazy. And also, I remember <laughs> listening to a Janelle Monet song. I want to say I was like 24 because I was always looking for music that talks about female friendship in mm-hmm. the big epic strokes that you talk about romantic relationships because that's how I felt about it. And Janelle has this song that's about a woman, but Jan- Janelle wasn't out. And so <laughs> yeah. someone was like, Janelle Monet has a best friend song. She's like, where's her best friend's like boots? And Whatever. So cut to Janelle. Like, it, it was like such incredible support of like Janelle standing up for Brandy as Brandy's like really big first performance mm-hmm. for the world. Oh, I know. That was just a little bonus teaser of the full episode. Are you mad? Are you mad at us? And you're like, why isn't this a full episode? I get it. But we have to pay for this podcast somehow because we are independent. And let me tell you, I got good news. For literally just a dollar a month, you can get all of the bonus episodes. It's just a dollar. And Patreon also was like, Chelsea, no, it has to be $5. And I was like, I don't want anyone to be left out. So there's a dollar pay what you can option. If you can pay more and do love supporting this podcast, give us the $5 option. But I don't, I don't check it. Do whatever you want. Put in a dollar or $5 a month and get the rest of this episode and all of them and know that you are going to pay to support the production on this podcast. And it means a lot to us. And it's the reason why we can keep doing great books. And thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you for another episode if you go to the Patreon. <laughs> Your my lucky number.